Hey ladies, welcome to the Looking Above podcast. It's easy to get bogged down in details of everyday life. If we aren't intentional, our eyes can easily be pulled away from the Lord and we can set our gaze on things of earth. 2 Corinthians 4.18 says, So we fix our eyes not on what is seen, but on what is unseen. For what is seen is temporary, but what is unseen is eternal. My name is Karen Boffman and I'm the women's pastor at New Life Church in Gillette, Wyoming. I believe that our perspective changes everything. So together, we'll be looking above. Welcome back to Looking Above. We are so glad you joined us. I am joined once again by my lovely friend, Brooklyn. Hello. (laughs) This is episode 52. And today we're going to talk about forgiveness. Yes. Um, Realized after we recorded last week that what I, we had a plan and then we just kind of went ran ahead of our plan, got onto what somehow incorporated last week, some of what we wanted to share today. So we just prayed about it and where we wanted to land today. And at the end of chapter six, mm-hmm. there's like a page and a half on forgiveness. And we just looked at that, looked into that a little bit and thought this is actually a really important piece of this discussion when we talk about resilience. Yeah, definitely. We um, we don't want to leave out forgiveness because lack of forgiveness is going to make us less resilient. So today we're just going to flesh that out a little bit, talk about what forgiveness is, what it isn't, how unforgiveness affects us, you know, the I think there is a lot of misunderstanding about forgiveness. I think so. So how would you, how would you say that forgiveness ties into resilience? Why, why did we think that this was important? Yeah. Um, I think we're both (laughs) still fighting a cold. I think that, um, lack of forgiveness is what's going to, affect resilience more and it's going to inhibit resilience. So if we are living in unforgiveness, if we are holding on to the past, if we have bitterness and pain and um, these just these hurt feelings that we are clinging to, Mm they are going to affect us in numerous ways. And and we've been looking into some of the science behind that. This is science can prove this. But um, when we live in unforgiveness, we're living in a chronic state of stress. And when we live in a chronic state of stress, we are not at our best. Right. And therefore, when the world comes at us, when the storms start howling around us, we are just going to be less resilient. Right. Yeah. So so we need to talk about forgiveness. We need to have a better understanding of forgiveness, why it's important, why it is not just a command of God, but it's for our benefit. Yeah. It's, we, it we, shows God's goodness, I think, yeah. um, that he does, he does command us to forgive, mm-hmm. but there's a reason behind it. And that's, mm-hmm. I think, what we're going to really talk yeah. about today. Yeah. Yeah. And eventually we hope that this understanding, better understanding of forgiveness will then lead us to the place where we are able to be more resilient Mm -hmm. um, because we're just healthier. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. So 
Let's um, let's just start by talking about what forgiveness is, what it isn't, because I think that that um, it needs to be our starting place. But it's hard, and I think that there is a is a misunderstanding about forgiveness, right? And we so often hear people say, "I will never forgive." Yeah, um, and I think maybe part of that is because we just don't understand what it is. So I think that a lot of people think forgiveness is forgetting that somebody Mm -hmm. hurt them Mm -hmm. or not feeling feelings about the way that they've been hurt, Mm -hmm. um, which doesn't always happen instantaneously. Right. Um, I think people think forgiveness is giving the other person power. Mm -hmm. And I don't think that's what forgiveness is. Right. Right. So, okay, play that out a little. If it's not giving the other person power, what is it doing? So... I do think that it is taking the toxicity of anger, resentment, um, rage, even in some people, Mm -hmm. hurt, bitterness, all those things, they stay in your heart when you're not forgiving. And so when we do forgive, it's releasing those things from you. Right. It really, I don't want to say it's more about you than the other person, but it really is. is. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. So it is a conscious decision it's Mm -hmm. a choice and sometimes it is a choice that we have to keep making right right it is a choice that we make and and we can talk about just the science of the brain right and the way that our brains work but Mm -hmm. we can choose over and over until that neural pathway becomes permanent and it is like a permanent part of us that we have forgiven somebody so it is a Mm -hmm. choice but we make that choice to move away from those negative feelings, right? It's, it's saying, I don't want to live in this state of holding this negativity in my life of holding this in my heart. And so we're releasing them. And, you know, for me as a Christian, I'm saying I am letting go of my desire or my feeling of entitlement to punish this person. Yeah. Like where I want to say, I want to see, see them hurt because they hurt me. Mm -hmm. I'm saying, okay, God, you know what? They're yours. Mm -hmm. I'm going to let go of my desire to hurt them back or to get even or to make sure they know what they did. I'm going to let go of that. I'm going to let you deal with them because ultimately this is between you and them. Like if this is a sin issue, they need to, you know, they need to work through this with God. But I'm going to let go of that because when I hold on to this anger, resentment, bitterness, unforgiveness, it's hurting me. Mm-hmm. And it really does. How? Let's talk about that. How does it hurt us? Other than it just keeps us tied to the past, right? right. We can't move forward well if we are tied to our past. Right. And think about how much energy it takes to hang on to those things. Mm-hmm. Um, and you're missing so much goodness that God is putting in front of you because you're hanging on to the past, mm-hmm. um, which makes you, yeah, just keeps you there, which right. is right. not what God calls us yeah. to do. Yeah. From a science standpoint, and you can just look this up, like Google science of unforgiveness, mm-hmm. and you will see all of like the major colleges have been doing studies on this. They have huge studies on forgiveness and on unforgiveness and what unforgiveness does. So the choice to not forgive, to not release those feelings, it has serious physical implications on our body. And like I said, I think just a moment ago, it 
it's because we live in a chronic state of stress when right. we choose to not forgive. So it affects our bodies. It makes us more prone to heart disease, high cholesterol, depression, anxiety, a whole host of other mental conditions, mental health conditions. Um, but it actually plays out in people's physical health. When we live in a chronic state of stress, it affects us. And I mean, we know, we all know, right? Like when you live in stress, it just makes you less resilient. It makes you less able to deal with whatever. I have a friend right now and she is going through a ton, a ton, a ton of health issues in her family, you know, and she texted me the other day. It's like, I just don't know if I can keep going. That's what chronic stress does to us. Like it just knocks us down to the point where we're like, I just don't know if I can take one more thing. Right. So when we're living in unforgiveness, we're living in that state of chronic stress. It is causing stress within our bodies at the cellular level. Yeah, which is crazy. And I did not know before we started studying this that they were doing studies on unforgiveness. Mm -hmm. I think that is really cool. Yeah, yeah. And you look at... um, Just in history, there have been some of these um, big situations like, okay, I used to live in Pennsylvania and there was that Amish school shooting. This was years ago. Um, But this guy came into this Amish school and just shot up the school, killed all these Amish kids, right? And the Amish community chose to forgive. And it was just like, like you, we see these situations, right? Or where someone murders somebody's parent and then in court, this person comes and they choose to publicly forgive. Like, I am releasing you of this. And, yeah. um, and so they, they can see in these situations where there has been this like wild forgiveness that just makes no sense how it is affecting people and like there's science like that they can see this like Mm -hmm. it is affecting them they are healthier because of it and some of the science is actually showing it makes healthier families communities and nations like when forgiveness is practiced which I mean makes sense and you see that but it's really cool that science is also supporting that right um So I think that there's a big misconception on what forgiveness is and isn't like Mm -hmm. we're talking about. But as with the Amish community Mm -hmm. um, and you hear that they just forgave this person, that Mm -hmm. sounds so simple. Mm -hmm. Like, oh, they forgave them and now they're moving on with their lives. When in reality, I really doubt that that's what happened. They lost Mm. their children. Mm -hmm. So Mm -hmm. I believe that they forgave them, but I don't think that they don't hurt about that anymore. Yeah, they still have feelings. And so I think sometimes I can get tangled up in that um, forgiveness and separating that from feeling. Like, Mm -hmm. I I haven't forgiven them because I still feel hurt about Mm -hmm. things that they did to me. Mm -hmm. But really, you can have both simultaneously. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And I think ultimately the goal, or as as we work through that, I think the feelings become less and less. Yes. I, um, I had someone who hurt me years ago, many, many years ago. I was very, very devastated by her actions. And, um, over time, like it has come to the place where quite frankly, I could probably barely recall the actions or the words that were said then. Mm -hmm. Like I, I had to pray like, God, will you just honestly take these memories from me. Mm-hmm. I just don't, I don't want to live bitter. I don't want to live stuck in this place in the past and where I can hardly, hardly remember yeah. the hurt. And where I, I think like I'm just neutral towards that person in my brain now, you know? And I think a lot of us like 
I can't, I can't get rid of those feelings, mm-hmm. whatever. Um, don't say can't because yeah. God can change our hearts. For sure. You know, I think like I went through a broken engagement. That was devastating. Mm-hmm. That was devastating to me. But when I think of my ex-fiance now, I don't think hateful thoughts towards him. I'm p- pretty neutral towards him. Of course, Like, honestly, I would hope and pray the best for him, you know, but it, I've been able to get to that place that wasn't where I was at that moment. Right. And, you know, we think about all these, like, if we can think through our lives and different hurts, we can probably say that about some of them, that, yeah, it's not going to immediately erase the pain. Mm-hmm. It's not going to immediately change our feelings. But over time, and as we let God work on our mm-hmm. hearts, and as you know, they say time heals. It literally does, does, you know, then, then we get further from it and we're able to say, okay, while that was hard, God has redeemed it. He's using it for my good. He's using it for his glory if we let him. And I don't, I don't feel such yucky feelings anymore. Right. Yeah. But it takes a while. It does take a a long while. And I think that there's a lie, like I was saying about myself that I believe like, well, I can't forgive this person because I still do feel hurt. And that's not the truth either. Mm -hmm. You make the choice Mm -hmm. to forgive. Mm -hmm. And I think there's a big, um, sometimes for me, there's a big fight between my head and my heart Mm -hmm. like my head is saying okay I forgive this person and my heart is saying no you don't (laughs) Um, no you don't they hurt you Um, but I think that it starts with making the choice Mm -hmm. and then moving forward convincing your heart no we I do forgive Mm -hmm. I do forgive Mm -hmm. and repeatedly saying that even when new hurts come up from that situation um I've had family hurt me Mm -hmm. and I did make the decision and I did the hard work to forgive with God I'd spend a lot a lot of time Mm -hmm. in prayer um a lot of mornings and but there's still times now even after I've forgiven Mm -hmm. that I will see repercussions of what they did Right. Um, right. That still affect me. Yes. So we need to acknowledge when sin happens between people, there will be evidences, there will be repercussions, mm-hmm. there will be hurt, and those things can continue. For instance, okay, let's just say someone is raped. Yeah. Right? That is a physical harm done to their body, and that can play out. The trauma of that may play out forever forever yeah you know like we can we can pray and we can trust and God can do miracles Mm -hmm. and can wipe our slate clean I believe that yeah but there are also uh, there are repercussions of that you know and so if that's the situation we do need to acknowledge we while we can forgive it doesn't erase yeah the hurt and we still live in a sinful world and there is always going to be a consequence of sin And unfortunately, some of us are going to bear the consequences of someone else's behavior. Yeah. And I think that it's important to validate those feelings. Um, And that's something that I've learned. Mm -hmm. I tried to push them out for so long. And so I'd feel that hurt. And I would say, oh, no, you don't feel that. You don't feel Mm -hmm. that because you forgave them. Um, But I think it's important to say, okay, no, you're real. Mm -hmm. Like this feeling is real. It's Mm -hmm. true. Mm -hmm. Um, You're not making this up and just validating them. And I've noticed that validating that feeling and then saying, but I still forgive Mm -hmm. um, is much more powerful than Mm -hmm. shoving it away Mm -hmm. because Mm -hmm. then it shows back up 
usually at a time that I don't want it to. Right. <laughs> and it's a lot harder to speak truth to in those moments. Right, right. So let's talk about um, why we forget give from more of a biblical Mm -hmm. standpoint. Let's talk a little bit about, I know you um, have listened to some podcasts on forgiveness as we've been researching and um, you brought up to me three types of forgiveness, right? You want to just mention those and then we'll kind of hash that out a little. So there's forgiveness of others, Mm -hmm. which is what we've mostly been talking Mm -hmm. about, I would say. Mm -hmm. And then there's forgiveness of self. A lot of people want to know how do I forgive myself? Mm -hmm. Um, And then some people want to know how do I forgive God when Mm -hmm. something bad happens to me? Mm -hmm. So... Yeah. So this is loaded. And um, this is, I, (laughs) Brooklyn shared this with me and I was like, uh uh-uh. uh, nope, 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 nope. <laughs> yep. So just wait, just, just wait. Just wait. Yeah, don't don't turn <laughs> us off yet. <laughs> um let's start with forgiving God. Yes. Um, because you said that one and that was when my eyes were like, oh dear. Um <laughs> so I think what it is is and maybe you feel this way. Right. Um but you get mad at God for something that happened to you mm-hmm. and you blame him mm-hmm. like it's his fault because he's Mm -hmm. in control of everything. Mm -hmm. Um, But like Karen and I talked about, it's based on a faulty theological understanding. So do you want to elaborate on that? Right. So, so often when these big pains of life happen to someone, they lose a child, they lose a parent, they um, struggle with infertility, uh, they go through a divorce. All these, these things that are so emotionally, spiritually, physically damaging to us, um, that those are the times that I most frequently see someone say, I'm done with God, mm-hmm. right? They get angry, they're hurt. Um, like you said, they will blame God and they'll say, God did this to me. If God allows this, then I don't want to serve that God, right? How can a good God allow bad things to happen? That's age old question. And this is going to sound callous maybe, but in those moments, my, my knowledge of the situation is you don't really know God. Right. And so that's, that's hard. Those words are hard to hear. And I'm going to acknowledge that because I think some of you right now are going to be like, what? (laughs) Like, yes, I know God. What is she saying? Mm -hmm. But a lot of us have a faulty understanding of who God is. We have not developed a deep theology of who God is. We haven't spent the time in his word, the time cultivating a deep relationship with him. And so when we're talking about building resilience, this is foundational. And I think this is the core, whenever we see someone deconstructing their faith, whenever we see someone who's going through church hurt and walking away from the church, they don't have a good, solid biblical understanding of who God is or a good um, personal experience yeah, of relationship who God is that they can utilize in that moment to say, okay, this has happened, but I know who God is. Mm-hmm. And um, so when we're saying... I don't know how I can forgive God. Really, that's a wrong saying. Yeah. Right? Because God does no wrong. He God never sins. is good in every, every ounce, every fiber of who God is. God is good. He does not sin. He does no wrong. And so 
Is there sin in the world? Yes. Do bad things happen? Yes. That's a result of the fall. That's a result of our sinfulness. And all of us are part of that. Um, But it is not God making sin happen. And God is not to blame. <clears throat> this is not going to be a podcast on who God is. We're not going to get into all of that, but we need to understand forgiving God is never necessary because God does not sin. So I think that the argument would be like God allowed this mm-hmm. to happen. Mm-hmm. So for personal, like mm-hmm. God allowed my miscarriages. Mm-hmm. Did that. I never blamed God. Mm-hmm. I recognized that he did allow it. Mm-hmm. Um, but does that mean that I didn't get mad? or sad. No. Oh, and, no. and is God big enough to handle it? Right. And so I still brought it to him. And like Karen said to me earlier, um, all through the Psalms, that's what they're doing. Yeah. They're not blaming God, but they're bringing their feelings. And I think right. there's a big differentiation between the two that we need to understand right. too. Right. We can say, God, why did you allow this? Yeah. Or, God, I don't like this. Mm-hmm. You know, that's uh, this whole year, this whole year. That's what I felt like. Okay, God, when is this going to end? Like, I don't feel like I can take one more loss. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, that's, that's this year has just felt like one loss after another. And like, I cannot handle one more loss. But in that, I am able to say not, why are you making this happen to me? But God, okay, I, because I know who you are, I know that you have allowed this. Therefore, I know number one, it's going to be used for your glory. It's Mm -hmm. going to be used for my good, right? That's what Romans tells us Mm -hmm. that all things work together for the good of those who love him. So I know you will use this for my good, even though I really don't like this right now, instead of running from God, that's when I then choose to run to God. I don't need to forgive him for the pain of this year. Mm-hmm. That's, that's an, a mistheology. Yeah. Um, you don't need to forgive him for miscarriages, right? But yes, he can absolutely handle our doubts, our questions, our unbelief. He can handle our anger in those moments. Mm-hmm. Like I am angry that this happened. Yeah. But as we come to know who God is more, we don't get angry at God, we get angry at the sin, the fallenness, the brokenness mm-hmm. of this world. Exactly. <clears throat> so that being said, I think part of the theology of God and then the theology of forgiveness that we need to talk about. And this is where, um, well, let's, okay, let's talk about mm-hmm. forgiving self. Okay. <laughs> because I think this is another mistheology. Mistheology. Yeah. So... I think forgiving self, what people mean when they're like, I just want to forgive myself. And that's a, that's a thing right now. We hear it a lot. Yeah. A lot. You just need to forgive yourself. Even in churches. And I've heard Mm -hmm. pastors preach about this. Mm -hmm. Um, So that would mean like you've done something in the past and you carry so much shame and so much regret Mm -hmm. that you just want to move past it. Mm -hmm. You just want to forgive yourself is how it's Mm -hmm. being worded, but really that's not what they're searching for. So Mm -mm. no, no. So If you do the study and I have looked up because I've heard this so many times and I'm like, that just doesn't jive with me. Like, I don't Mm -hmm. remember that in scripture anywhere. So I've looked and I've read every verse on forgiveness in the Bible and I cannot find a single verse that says, forgive yourself. Mm -hmm. Not one. So this is a secular theology. Um, 
and I'm not saying it's altogether bad, but I don't think it's God's best. Yeah. So what I think God's best is and where I think we get stuck in the past with this feeling of I need to forgive myself. What we are actually feeling is that we are not forgiven. Yeah, we are not receiving. We have not received Mm-hmm. the forgiveness of God. And that is a hard thing for us to do. It is. Partly because of the guilt and the shame that we carry. Some of us, because some of us feel, well, I don't need that. Yeah, right? pride. Yeah. Right? So pride gets in the way of this. But so often when we are feeling, I can't, I just can't forgive myself. What we're, what we're actually saying is, I haven't accepted the blood of Jesus that has purchased my forgiveness forgiveness for this sin. Yeah. And that's a big thing to, to, to wrestle with and to come to terms with too. That's, that's hard for some people to, you know, like, yeah, I, I really, if I get to the heart of it, yeah, that's hard for me to accept that forgiveness that a sinless man died on my behalf, Mm -hmm. um, that God would do that for me. That it is hard that he doesn't look at me as the sum of all my good and all my bad. That is really hard to wrap your head around because we, as people do that to others even. Right. Um, right. But God, I don't think I, okay. I don't know. You can disagree Mm -hmm. with me, but I don't even think it's really possible to forgive yourself in that way. Um, I think that you can stuff it down and forget it for a little Mm bit, but God is who forgiveness originates Mm -hmm. from. It does Mm -hmm. not originate from us. So we have to tap into him um, and receive it. Even, even when we're forgiving others, it still will not originate within us. It will originate from him. Right. And then we can pour it out. Absolutely. Absolutely. And this plays out then also, you know, it moves right into forgiveness of others and the struggle with I just can't forgive that, you know, Mm -hmm. like they have so wronged me that I just can't forgive that. And so when we come back to our theology of God, our theology of forgiveness, a huge piece of that is that we need to recognize what God has done for us. Mm -hmm. We need to accept that God has forgiven us. Where we struggle with that is that many of us are unwilling to come to terms with our own sinfulness, mm. right? We, we, maybe for those big things, right? Like, oh yeah, I need God's forgiveness because I did this big sin, mm-hmm. right? Um, but what we fail to understand, and we've talked about sin and, you know, that in past is that we are constantly sinning. And the Bible tells us that our sin is what separates us from God. Mm -hmm. It is what keeps us from a right relationship with him. And we need to accept his forgiveness to be in right relationship, to be in his presence, to be in the the family. You know, like that is what gets us in there is God's forgiveness of our sin. And that happened because of what Jesus did. Mm -hmm. But When we are living in unforgiveness of someone else, it's often because we are failing to recognize the grace that has been shown to us. Mm -hmm. When we recognize that in any given moment, on any given day, I am prone to sin. I am prone to fall short of God's glorious standard 
I am prone to not live in a manner worthy of my calling. I am prone to disappoint God because I choose what I want to do rather than what he's calling me to do. We can recognize, wrap our heads around, I am so broken and I am so sinful. Maybe not in the big sins that we're talking about, but in the every little decision choosing what I want rather than what he wants. Mm -hmm. We wrap our head around that. When we start living in that forgiveness in the daily, in the moment, yes, Jesus died once and it's for everything. However, I need to recognize that in every moment I am in need of that forgiveness. Yeah. And when we start living in that forgiveness, recognizing how forgiven we are, then we start extending that to others. And Really, I think the people that we see who are most prone to forgiving are the people who are most aware of the forgiveness that they're being being given moment by moment. I agree. You know, and, yeah. and to where to the point where we can see people who are like the bad thing is coming at them like and they're just you know what, it's okay, I forgive you. Like before anyone even asks, before you know, they're just like I, I can, I know you're broken. I know you're acting out of your brokenness right now. They live this unoffendable life. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Rebecca Lyons says um, in chapter six, mm -hmm. I am not responsible for another's confession, mm -hmm. but I am responsible for a tender heart of forgiveness. My freedom from the enemy's future schemes depends on it. So I think that's like two parts. So I'm not responsible for another's confession. Mm -hmm. Sometimes you're not going to get the apology. Mm -hmm. well, I would say a lot of the time I don't get the apology right. that I think that I need. Right. Um, but if you're living, like you said, um, forgiving because of the forgiveness you've been given, you don't need the apology. Mm -hmm. And mm -hmm. then um, it does say what we're responsible for, a tender heart of forgiveness. Yeah. Because it's our freedom from the enemy's future schemes. So I think that's what also where it ties into resilience. We need freedom from the enemy's future schemes. Mm -hmm. um, so right. God calls us to forgive for our good, like right. I said already, um, so that we don't get entangled in the enemy's lies to us, um, right. which does build resilience, I think. Absolutely. Absolutely. I want to mention... Just to those who are watching this, listening to this and struggling and mm -hmm. saying, you make it sound so simple, yeah. you know, like here it is. This is accept God's forgiveness, choose to forgive, move on. We fully recognize yeah. that this is not simple. This is not easy. And, and I get it. Like, this is hard. What we are called to do, and we, as, you know, as God's chosen people, yeah. <laughs> what we are called to do is not easy. Mm. Often it is very difficult and it is very countercultural. It's you know, not Our culture says, hold the grudge, mm -hmm. get even, right? It's not comfortable. This is hard. We are not making light of that yeah. at all. We get it. And we have been through some pains in our lives that we, you know, we're not going to go into detail here, but that have been difficult and have, we have carried probably for years mm -hmm. and it has been a long process of choosing forgiveness over and over until we start to feel, okay, yes, I feel mm -hmm. <laughs> that choice that I have, I have made. Um, so this is hard and no one is saying you need to go home today, get a right theology of God, yeah. make that choice and forgive like boom, bam, you know, bam, 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 bam. Move it's on. done, yeah. move on. We get that. 
this is hard stuff, but this is something that we, we've got to start at a, we like, we have to have a baseline, right? We have to start somewhere and it starts with gaining a right understanding of forgiveness of who God is and starting to move forward in that. And I think, and I, I think you would agree, prayer plays the biggest part in yes. forgiveness for me. Yes. I have to talk to God about it over and over and over. And I'm like, God, why am I still feeling this hurt? Something, there's got to be something else that I have not chosen to forgive. Um, And then it's, you know, it's Holy Spirit, will you please uncover, like, what is it that I'm not forgiving? Because I want to be released. You know, as much as we say it's releasing that other person to God, it's really releasing ourselves from that bondage to the past and from that hurt that we're carrying. And so um, prayer, prayer is huge. It is huge. And because God calls us to forgive, he's so faithful that we won't have to do that alone. He's going to be with you each and every step of the journey, because it is a journey sometimes um, before you feel that weight lifted. But um, you won't be alone. Right, right. All right. I feel like this has been kind of heavy (laughs) and kind of a lot, kind of deep because it is hard. Because there's some hurts that I can't even fathom that some of you will have to work on. And as we as we look at this, the book that we're studying, as we're talking about this, this comes in the middle of this chapter that is about confession Mm -hmm. and is about like we've just talked about bringing others into this, too. So we would encourage you as you are as you process this and as you are thinking about forgiveness and hurts and wounds, don't do this alone. Not only do you need the Holy Spirit to to guide you, but we need each other and and it's so helpful when we can talk with a trusted friend or a counselor. A, a counselor is absolutely um, warranted in cases where you're holding on to extreme hurt from devastating circumstances. Definitely. Um, find a Christian counselor. Talk to your pastor. Talk to us. Find that person that you can go to and, and work through this together. Mm-hmm. Because um, when we walk together when we bear each other's burdens, when we enter into empathy and that withness that these chapters have talked about, Mm -hmm. it makes us more resilient and more able to seek forgiveness, to find forgiveness, to give forgiveness, right? Like if I come to you and I say, I'm really struggling with forgiving this person, goodness, just admitting that, just confessing that to you is a step towards forgiveness. Yeah. It's, it's a step towards healing and it's a step towards God's best for me. And I think I do, I just, as we wrap up, as we end, I want to come back to what you mentioned uh, when we were talking earlier. And that is that forgiveness is actually God's grace to us. Yeah. Yeah. So it is. It's, uh, so Lisa Turkers, if you're looking for more literature, yes. um, wrote a book called uh, Forgiving What You Can't Forget. Mm-hmm. And so she's one of the people that I listen to a podcast um, about forgiveness on. She did a lot of research on forgiveness. Mm-hmm. Um, and she does. She says that it's God's greatest mercy to us, yeah. um, which is what throughout the research, my heart keeps coming back to is this is for our good. Mm-hmm. It can feel unfair sometimes, mm-hmm. um, but it is for our good. Right. Um, And it's because he loves us that he calls us to that. And he wants us to walk in freedom. Yes. Yes. So while we acknowledge how hard this is, we also have to come back to the good and the benefit Mm -hmm. of it. It's worth the work. (laughs) It's worth the hard because God doesn't give us these commands without a reason. It's always for our benefit. And so that's, 
that's it. it it's not just science backed. This is God ordained. Like yeah. God says to do it. And, and mm, the benefits are so multifaceted. And so if you are, if you are stuck, if you are living in this place of that chronic stress because of unforgiveness, like take that first step, find somebody and talk to them, tell them, I'm struggling to forgive. Take that step and and just start praying about it and um, start that journey towards healing, wholeness, and be more resilient. Yeah. Yeah. Well, we're going to wrap it up, but we will remind you as always, keep looking above. 